That's another great question. I mean, I'm a high school dropout and myself, you know, and never give up. If you see something, this is what I can say. I never gave up. And if you can do it, don't take anybody's VC, any venture cap or any investors. And if you've got the ability to, to learn yourself, never give up. Always try to teach yourself. Everything I've done, sir, is self-taught. Simon Wilby, um, onevoice.ai. I'm an inventor. Hey, it's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, you guys are in for a real treat, especially if you like inventors, intubation, things that you have not created, but you always wanted. And this inventor... Sir Simon, you guys can hear it. I think he was knighted. He, or he's going to be knighted for these invent this last invention, especially. Um, OneVoice.ai. This thing can have you have a conversation with somebody in a whole nother language. So you guys who are in school learning right now, we're not saying stop learning, but this can add to your learning because sooner or later when you're talking to that significant other, you'll be picking it up faster than ever. Simon, welcome to this show. How are you doing? Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. And tell me what dimension red pill our training did you go through to like get this la latest idea? I know it's not your only idea, but we want to know how can we follow you down this path so they don't try to, um, you know how they do inventors. If they don't understand it, they'll try to make you sound crazy. And we all are a little crazy, but how did you get here? So I, you know, I've always been an inventor, right? You know, since a little boy. And it's, um, it's always been interesting to me to see things how things work. And I look at things and go, how can I make it better? How can I make it better for the world to use? So skipping forward a few years, how I got to this stage with this technology that I've invented with onevoice.ai was everybody's on this AI race. You know, they want to, um, they want to have something so, so different and so automated to make life much easier. But I was thinking, you know, they're missing the boat with this AI and they're missing the boat with the, with the telecommunication system to drop and make uh, communication and drop the language barrier on a global stage. So on a, on, a, on a world stage, actually, I wanted to change the world in a small, in a small way so people can communicate around the world in a simple phone call. That's how this started. And and why did you take so long? I've been waiting for you for 42 years uh, while, you know, while traveling the world. Um, why why now and how? Right now, I signed up easily for free. Is it going to stay that way? Um, where do you see the future going with this? Well, actually, right now, this is what you signed up with, sir, is a beta test. This is a web version. OneVoice.ai is a web version. In about 10 to 14 days, we're coming out with the applications. Now, this is going to be, this is sort of cool. I wanted to keep it simple. Everything is, has to be simple. My mother named me Simon to keep, keep it simple, Simon. And that's all I've always had that philosophy in life. So I wanted to make it so ease of, ease of use for people around the world to use. So the applications are coming out. You download it from an iOS and Android. You simply sign in with your Google account. And it's a telecommunication system. It's just like an AT&T or a British telecom. You simply, we give you a five-minute free call-in. 
So if you want to call over to China, you simply dial over to China. No matter if they, this is from an application. You don't need another app to an app like WhatsApp. If you, if you have WhatsApp, you need another WhatsApp to make it work. I said, if somebody doesn't have the ability to have a smartphone, but they want to communicate with someone in a different language, it had to be this way. So you download the application and let's say you want to call to someone in China that doesn't have a smartphone. All they have is a landline. You dial over to China, they'll pick up. You speak English, they receive in either Mandarin or um, Cantonese in your voice, but they're hearing in that language. They'll speak Chinese, well, Mandarin or Cantonese. I will hear their tone, their voice in English in my ear, real time. There's about 0.8 of a latency. It's, it's just like us on this call right now, but it's full translation. Okay. And, and with, you know, you said five minutes, um, I'm sure there'll be a pro plan where you can go longer for people who are long winded like myself. What will be those, what will those tiers look like? How long can we talk when we want to talk to our family, our business people overseas? That's a good question, sir. Um, so what we've got, we wanted to make it affordable. So we have a $10, $9.99. You can sign up. It's a month to month contract. It's like a telephone system. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a phone company. 10 bucks a month. It gives you 20 languages. You can speak to anyone. Unlimited, unlimited calling, unlimited long distance, anywhere in any country for 10 bucks a month. But then we got $57 a month, and that gives you the full 58 languages with a two-way conference calling. So you can have a conference call with any other country on unlimited on the same phone call. So if you want to bring in Japan or Germany on the same call, it can automatically be translated on a conference call. But then for, for $99 a month, you can have a four-way call in unlimited, you know, um, um, call anywhere around the world with, uh, with a full-blown, um, you know, 50, 58 languages for 100 bucks a month, month-to-month contract. Wow, that, that's awesome. Where we thought our phone bills were getting cheaper, they're going to go up, especially if you're doing business. You might not be able to see behind me, but uh, the audience knows um, residencies and citizenships is what we like to collect. So for those who follow that and want to you know, go to other countries like Kenya, but they'll say Swahili. I can barely say Mambo. If I say Uhaligani, my tongue twister. Um, Will Swahili or any other, you know, um, African languages that you can think off the top of your head be included? Yes, sir. Absolutely. We're trying to get all the languages. There's, a, there's over three and a half thousand different languages around the world. But we want to use the most popular languages around the world for heavily populated, heavily populated countries, populated countries. So people always have the voice. They can have a voice anywhere they want to have a voice. So, uh, yeah, so it's all included. Yeah, yes, sir. And we'll keep adding languages where, where it's demands. Okay. And this, you know, unlike going like if you're at the AU or even the UN and people are translating for you, this is AI doing it. Will this also be an option if you are face to face down the line where I've seen like the earbuds and, you know, if you swap an earbud, which who wants to swap an earbud, Simon, <laughs> but you know, yeah. what, what is the future for, you know, face to face that will be able to communicate with people? 
Well, the thing is, there's a lot of applications out there. You can download any sort of other applications. If you're face-to-face, you can just speak into your phone and it spits out whatever language you want to talk to that person directly in front of you. I wanted to break the language barrier for business and and people that cannot be face-to-face with other other friends or loved ones or business colleagues around the world. Um, so we're also coming out with a onevideo.ai. It's just like a Zoom, but with full translation. You can have up to 10 participants in different languages and you can see them, but it automatically translates into, the, into uh, their languages just the same as one voice. So that's a, a little bit of the future coming out in the next six, actually six weeks. Yes, sir. Okay, six weeks, because that's exciting, especially when we're looking at, you know, um, I I manage uh, some influencers and we look at the different things that change your voice. Will this be your voice like in the movies when they, you know, flip it? Brad Pitt will sound like Brad Pitt. Samuel Jackson will sound like the best rendition of Samuel Jackson. Or is it going to be more robotic to start? Because that's always something that people want to know. Yeah, that's a very good question again. No, it's going to be what we're going to do now on the applications. We're going to get you to, when you sign up on the app, we're going to give you a script. You read this script from your voice tone, from your voice match, from, it's just going to voice match your exact tone, your breath, your everything, your dialect, your, just captures everything about your unique voice pattern. So when you call anywhere in the world now, it's going to be your voice speaking those languages. You call over to Italy, you're saying, hey, what's going on today? How are you doing? They'll receive in Italian, but it's your voice speaking Italian. When they speak Italian, it's their voice speaking English. And that's the AI that we've, what we've used. We've used our own artificial intelligence engine. We're not doing a third party, chat GDP, anything from Google. We've built our own engine. So it's all proprietary. And just so the audience understands, because you also do um, text to speech, but when you're when we're talking about this type of AI, this is going to allow um, almost like the fountain of youth. I've seen it at CES where you can clone yourself, but this is where you know when you you get older, folks. You're if you can type, um, you're going to be able to still be whatever relevant means to that audience that you're trying to get to. Where do you see the future? Because the media tries to scare us and says, oh. Someone's going to steal your identity and they're going to become you and they're going to wipe you out like your, you know, science fiction movie and book. But that could happen down the road. But I doubt we're going to see that in our lifetime. What do you think? Well, you know, if you've got a very creative mind and you're a creative criminal, there's always somebody going to try to do something malicious or vicious to you. But we've got a lot of security layers in place here, you know, triangulation and um, geolocation of our customers, making sure the data is protected, just in case anything goes sideways. I mean, you ain't going to stop the criminals trying to do something, but you prevent them. Once you catch them, you stop them, you know? Is there um, any blueprint that for the young Simon who's 14 and says, you know what, I love this. I want to really get into this. Um, I'm coding already a little bit. What do I need to know to kind of follow your path? Because it might not be a a college path, a traditional path through the way, you know, learning is going right now. That's another great question. I mean, I'm a high school dropout and myself, you know, and Never give up. If you see something, this is what I could say. I never gave up. And if you can do it, don't take anybody's VC, any venture cap or any investors. 
And if you've got the ability to, to learn yourself, never give up, always try to teach yourself. Everything I've done, sir, is self-taught. And it, it, it's been a beautiful ride. I call everything through my kaleidoscope eyes. And the only advice I can give to someone is just never give up and just keep following what you're doing because I tell you, it's been rough times. And you think, oh, no, nah, you know, I'm, I, you just don't want to give up, period. That's all I can, that's all I can say. I mean, it, you always get people tell you you can't do it. Oh, come on, you're a dreamer. I've had that all the time. Yeah. But success <laughs> is the best revenge. And, 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 and you know, if we believe, um, if we believe in not giving up and betting on yourself, that's great. Now you said uh, the kaleidoscope. Now um, you know you have something to do with that. Can you talk about your first inventions and at what point in life for that young inventor? I, you know, do you say, you know what, I have the money to do what I want to do. And it doesn't mean that you have, you know, $1 trillion, but what does that look like? And talk about that first invention, because is everything just all downhill once you prove that you were right in one great thing? I, the first invention I did was, you know, you know, as a kid, you grow up and you have, you have, you have these little inventions. You can't take it to market because you look at it, it, I don't want to tell you, tell you on air what it was. It was sort of funny, but it was different. It was very unique. But when I got into the commercial side of things, and I'm an animal lover. I'd rather, I'd rather dogs than people, to be honest with you, right? <laughs> I'd rather animals than people. So I created a real-time GPS tracking system with a two-way voice on a dog collar. So I gave myself a peace of mind. So the first invention I came out with was a real-time GPS tracking, geolocation, and um, 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 real-time um, telecommunication, well, uh, two-way communications on a dog collar, brought that to market. Tell you, once you've got something that people can see and they can get their hands around and you, you, can, you can design something with a peace of mind and you take it to market, it's not about the money. The money is good because, you know, when I created this system, I knew the vultures would start coming, and sure enough, they did. The sharks would come in, and long story short, I got kicked out of the company. I had a hostile takeover, and I got kicked to the curb, but I saved enough money to go on to the next, next thing because there's always the next thing as an inventor. You never say, oh, well, I never settled. There's always something bigger and better coming out. No matter if you think you've got the biggest and the best thing, I go, nah, something else is coming, and it does. But as going back to the, the real-time GPS tracking, you know, that was my first commercial invention and it is a success and it was, and it's been sold to this day, I believe. And uh, I lost that company. I got kicked out. And with that, that company, I believe you had access um, or you had 18 satellites. That is something that when I think about the young inventor, that's so intimidating to say, well, I, you know, I have no satellite money. How do I get access to it? Nobody will teach me that in high school or in college if they know. What, what is that step to have even access to something like that? You mean when something like money? You mean like venture cap money? No, no, not venture cap. I believe I, I read in an article that you had um, for that invention for the pet company, you had 18 satellites or you had access to satellites to be able to do that. I just want to show people that you can be an everyday person unless you know you have a special connect at nasa or something like how do you if that is true what i read um how does one even tap into something like that satellites 
sound very expensive and intimidating to many um, you know, of the, the masses? Yeah, that's a good question again, sir. Um, I, I, I personally didn't have, I had access because the government in the United States and other different governments, right, they have satellites floating around the heavens. So when you make a phone call, let's say, you know, it's got a, there's no telephone wires across the ocean and there's no telephone poles connecting to the, you know, to the other person you're calling. It has to bounce off a satellite. So there's 18 free satellites roaming around the heavens that the government and not many telecommunication companies tell you that they have access to. And everybody has access to them because when you make a phone call or whenever you're using a satellite uh, uh, real time, um, let's say one voice. So we have to make sure that, you know, international calling, how do we use it? How do we make it happen? We don't carry off a third party off an ATT or British Telecom. We don't piggyback off their towers. It's, it's the heavens. You've got free satellite service up there, but not many people know about that. So what we do, we make sure how this system works is, is communicating with the satellites to make that call connect on another country where you're working. So, I mean, everything's accessible, but it's knowing how to access it. That makes sense. It, it does, and it, and it gives people a reason to uh, try to find you online <laughs> for more of your what I say paid or whatever retreat mentorship you do because you you've done some things that people would be like. Well, I didn't even know that was possible to do, and the people who do have access to satellites, especially when you're in African countries, and I call this an African business podcast because we're we, we're global and heard in various places. Um, you know, that people hold on to that information very tight um, about how you can do that, even how to get on Sirius XM. People hold on tight. And I tell people, you don't need me. Um, I'll give you that just so you can go on. But um, can I ask you in life with the success that you've had, what is a community give back that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future? What I would like to do Unfortunately, money needs to pay the bills, right? I need to buy dog food. I need to put gas in the car. I would give this, I tell you now, this is straight up. It's not, it's not about money with me. And having this position in life, I'm a pretty humble boy. I have no VCs. I have no venture cap. I've been asked, I've been offered a lot of money for this company. There's just me. There's just myself. I'm 100% owner of this company. I have great people around me. I have a great marketing company around me. Mark, uh, 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 Mark and Ryan, um, the, the marketing company, um, the PR agents, just Mark Goldman and um, Ryan McCormick, just incredible guys. Um, I have good people around me, but it's not about the money. I would give one voice away. I would give this telecommunication system away so people can use this for free. But unfortunately, I'd have to charge it because the components to make everything work, the servers, our own server farm, it does cost money. And the problem is with a lot of people, the narcissism comes out when they're in a position like this and it's all about money and show. That ain't me. I would give this away. I'm coming up with something right now that I will give back to the world and it will be completely free and it will give people a peace of mind for their loved ones. It's going to be something pretty cool and I can't tell you what it is right now. And it will come to fruition in the next three months. 
Okay. You you said some key things and I really, this will be a moment maybe for that 20 year old who is doing their first startup. And we've had other entrepreneurs come on who have talked about getting kicked out of their company. You know, um, the board, I, I'm, I'm a small member of a, a VC thing here in South Florida, Florida funders. But I say, you know, VC can be vultures. And I tell my clients, unless you really need it, don't, don't take it. But there's people who have taken it and say, I don't mind being owned owned and then they want to own someone else. I'm more like you where I don't want to own anyone. I want to enjoy my kids, my wife and travel the world and, and just do what we do. What is some advice? Uh, maybe it's a clause, a term that people can, who are going to take VC money can protect themselves if they go down that road. You're never going to protect yourself from any VCs or any venture cap or venture cap or any investors. You're never going to protect yourself. You know, you're always going to get that one nefarious person call you up on a weekend. Hey, what's going on, John? Simon, what's going on? What's, what's happening with my money? What, what other inventions come out? It's just annoying. It's just like an itch. You cannot stop scratching. I don't want to be told what to do. And if anybody has that sort of drive inside of them, no matter how hard it gets in life, don't take the money. It might be a longer race to get to the finish line, but you will get there if you've got the determination and the persistence that you have built inside of you. Everything is heaven sent. I believe in that. But I, I said to myself, this is myself personally, I would never take a nickel from anyone. I've been offered a lot of money. I mean, some serious money. I'm not interested because it couldn't give me what I want to do on the next venture. We've got six other great companies coming out. This, the one voice is just a stepping stone, but it's going to change the way people talk around the world with telecommunications. I mean, Look at AT&T. They charge about $5.80 per minute to call from AT&T to the Philippines, from, from the States to the Philippines, which is ridiculous. I wanted to create a telecommunication system which is affordable, and they can speak in any language. Drop the language barrier. But we're also coming out with entertainment stuff. We're just going to rock the world that people there's, – there's five things in the world, I think. Communication is one. Communication is key. Biggest industry in the world. But then you've got telecommunications, you've got entertainment, and you've got telev well, television, entertainment, sports, and uh, music. We're coming out with some pretty amazing things here that's going to change the algorithm of the world. There's nothing like chat GDP and having $32 billion in the bank to do what you want with a bunch of think tank granola crunchers walking around thinking, oh, I'm going to come up with the next best idea. Everybody thinks they got an idea, and unless you've got to have an idea to follow through with it. Definitely, definitely. And just the way that, you know, I, I can see not just the media stuff, but this is real life and people never even being able to talk to, you know, grandchildren and that they'll be able to communicate um, with that person before, you know, they're out of here is something that, you know, this is, that's, that's just a, a blessing in itself, award-winning. It's bigger than the, the money. It, it's really just the communication, what we need more of in this time. I know you said you like dogs. Maybe Maybe there's something with the animals too later on down the road but until then we all have to try to get along and it really shouldn't be that difficult i want to talk to you when it comes out and you have more things coming out because i'm going to be a customer this is something that i need even though i mean I'm, we're doing things but this sounds like a better way of doing it and it sounds affordable so we will have the links in the description. What would you like to leave the audience with? 
If anyone ever wants to contact me, they can call me directly. I'm not a type of guy with a bunch of people. To, you can't get to a person. You can call me if you want to talk about anything or like any advice. I'll take your call. I'm not a type of lad. I mean, information needs to be shared. And it's like, oh, Simon's busy right now. He'll call you back. You never hear from people. I'll always answer anyone. I'll leave my number with you. If they want to call me, I'll call. I'll talk to them. And if there's any advice I can give, you know, this is free. I just want to share what we've got and what we've built on a different level. So that's what I want to leave with. Okay. And you guys, I will have information because I have to vet because some of you guys will call Simon and say, well, Simon, can you pay for, you know, I got the next greatest thing. And that's not how you, you first get to know people. Um, it's just like dating you guys. Um, you don't start off with what you want at the end, get to know someone. Um, and I love the fact that you talked about how entertainment, because I remember it was like 15, maybe 20 years ago, maybe even longer, the artist Mob Deep, um, came out with an album and it was translatable in various languages. And I always said, why is this technology not here for the masses? Why am I got this big chunky thing for 600 bucks that I got out of a magazine to be able to communicate wherever I'm traveling? And it, you know, it kind of works for, for my needs. So this is needed and this is going to be a game changer. So I can't wait for the full version and I'm I'm here anytime you you know need our our voice um we're we're here to share the message cuz this is right up the alley what we love yes sir absolutely you mentioned music before you go i, I don't know what, mm -hmm. how much time i got left now. no you have all the time you need time I, all the time you need take your time yeah thank you thank you you mentioned music right do you want to hear something pretty cool yes so you're into music right you ever heard of a guy called Stuart Epps out of England, pretty big, Stuart Epps, pretty big producer from, uh, did the Beatles work with uh, Led Zeppelin, worked with all the, all the greats, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's a, good, he's a good friend of mine. And I said, hey, Stuart, what do you think of this? So I told him, so I'm gonna tell you this right now, this is one of the things coming out, this is exciting. And, you know, people can replicate, they can duplicate, they can never copy it, what we got. So I'll tell you on the air. We've got OneMusic.ai. And so with OneMusic.ai, just imagine a song. This is going to blow your mind. Just imagine a song. Let's say um, Paul McCartney is Yesterday, or the Beatles Yesterday. Just imagine hearing that song. Just, you know, they're singing their original song. But just imagine that song now with the same vocal, the same tone, and the person singing in 42 different languages so you can understand that song no subtitles so let's say the song comes on they go what are they saying let's say Hurdu. they're singing in you know hindi or whatever they you click onto the language what you want to listen to that song to and it's identically the same if they were actually singing that song to you in your language i love it I love it. How is that going to be with, you know, there's reggae songs and reggae, you know, no one ever says reggae copies, but they just remix. But then when you do K-pop, people say, hey, that's so-and-so song. How is that going to be with musicians and copyright? If I change the beat, <laughs> can I then say, this is my song? Because you're going to disrupt some things um, with people, you know, being able to expand their creativity. 
Exactly. You know, it's like Napster. We're not going to be like a Napster. We've obviously got to follow the rules of the law. So, you know, one, we, with Stuart and I, we put two songs out with one voice. There's one, there's a song out right now called, um, it's like Coca-Cola. When Coca-Cola came out, they came out with a theme song. So the theme song represented the product that they got. And I said, I'm going to come out. We're going to, do, we're going to write some lyrics for a song called One Voice. One Voice is, you know, sort of a powerful name to bring the world together as one voice, you know, with the telecommunications. We put this song out. And it's on iTunes. And it's sort of cool. So I wanted to have our own catalog. I wanted to have our own music so we didn't get into trouble when we done our own testing with one music, we can run our own. We have our own song. We have our own product. It's out in the, it's out in the ether. We use that song. We run it through our system to test, to make sure it's perfect when it comes out to the world that, that one music can be used on any other song based in the world. So our second song, what we, we got out there is called Crazy Stupid Love. And we, we got that owning the rights and the catalog, we can use those two as samples to run it through the one music. Now, EMI or Paramount or whoever, whatever label comes to us and goes, hey, listen, we want to see this because it's going to it. It's like a, when you have a, um, a Spanish singer, they're singing in Spanish, but they cross over to the English market and they got to sing in English. So this is what this does. This is going to break down every language barrier in the world with one music that you can cross over to any language anywhere in the world. So when we do get a label come to us, we're not going to take music and we don't represent, we don't say to people, put a song in one music and it can be sung in any language. No, you've got to get rights. You've got to get all the, you've got to be legal doing this. And that's one thing we do follow is the legalities. So we don't break any laws. I believe in karma. So, once the label comes to us, they go, can we test this? And we go, yeah, here's your crazy, stupid love. And here's one music. Um, I'm sorry, uh, one voice. What do you think? They like it. Then they do a test with an artist to see how it would work. And then nego negotiations start. Then, you know, if their ROI is going to be coming back much greater because you're going to sell more singles, more albums worldwide, because that artist now is singing in 52, uh, 58 different languages. Yeah. And the hardest part for the labels is going to be, do we let this one artist take this globally or do we find an artist in each market like they do American Idol and so many other shows and, you know, push it like that? You said the Beatles. And I thought of the, there's this band called the Willis um, Willis and, and they have this song. I think I like when it rains. And I said, I've heard this before. And I asked my pops and he's like, oh, that's the guitar riff from the Beatles. Don't let me down. And I'm like, OK, so Willis now can kind of take the song in another language <laughs> um, and if they so choose. But this is you say six months, um, six weeks or can I get a sample of beta in six minutes? Like this is this is really dope. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, about six weeks. This is coming to market now. We've been working on this now. We work through for the holidays. We don't stop here. Right. And so this is coming out in about six weeks. And that's why we have to do the one, two, three step get our own music. I talked to Stuart. I'm off to London in a, in a couple of weeks and meet some certain people over there. I'm meeting um, um, Alton John and some other people actually to talk about this one music regarding because it, it's really, it, it, it's in, 
a lot of people are extremely interested in this division. So going back to what you asked me earlier, you know, we're, we want to tackle telecommunications. We want to tackle sports. We want to tackle TV. We want to tackle music. And that's what we're doing. We're really bringing it to a whole new level. Here's something for you. Imagine watching a foreign movie, right? So you're watching a foreign movie and it's in subtitles. What a pain in the, what a pain in the anatomy reading subtitles when you're watching a movie because you're reading the subtitles and you look up, the scene is gone. So what we've done, we've, we've created the same thing. So you can watch any movie in any language and that actor or actress is on, on, on TV or on the movie screen is speaking their voice. It's in their voice, their tone, but in another language. You know, the, the the only argument will be my my wife speaks a few languages being from Cameroon and it's which language are we going to hear it in? And can we split it where I can put an earpiece in and hear it in English and she can watch it in, you know, French. But um, that is going to be great tech. Um when 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 you thought of this and you and here's another teachable moment for a young entrepreneur, how crazy did you know the inner circle or people you were telling this about? How crazy did they think you were when you said this is what I'm going to do? Oh, I'm always being told I'm different or crazy. I just laugh. I just like that's a compliment, right? They're like, you know, it's. I have a judge on the team, right? Federal judge. He's a good dude. He's always making sure I'm okay. He's always taking care of me. And I told him about it. I run it by the legal team. And I go, what do you think of this? They're like, what are you talking about? I can't, I can't compute this. Then I break it down in a way that they go, <laughs> then they just say some, you know, some swear words and I can't say on air. But they're like, can that be done? I said, come on. Of course it could be done. Anything's possible. Nobody thought it was coming out with a cell phone. Everybody, when they had a landline, Remember when you had a landline, then all of a sudden something comes out with a cell phone and you have a telephone in your pocket. Now you've got a computer that's called an iPhone or an Android. Everything is possible. So when I told the people that around me, my close team, they're like, oh my God. And I'm a, I'm a speed to market type of guy because people can take, they can duplicate, they can replicate, but they can never, they can duplicate, but they can never replicate. Everything's in a name. Look at these names that people are coming out with on this AI stuff now. They call it, Gerber or Ahmed or whatever names they call them, you know, to, to name a product, which I think is so not cool. It's like Skype. When Skype came out, and if you went on the street today and you asked somebody, do you know what Skype is? And somebody might say, no, yes, I do. Or no, I don't. I always name a product that what it says on the tin is what you get. So, you know, like one music you know it's music related one voice you know it's voice related one tv you know it's telling me you know you know it's television related one movie you know it's related one radio just imagine your podcast now you're speaking language your language right now but people around the world can be listening in their language i can be speaking english on this on this on this airwave right now on you know i've phoned in for this interview I can be speaking English and they're listening to us in their language. We've got that coming out. Yeah, I I, I love it. I love it because we, we've played around and with some of this voice AI, but the fact that the user can then decide, because some people are listening to this to learn, you know, we interview entrepreneurs and they're learning how the system works 
from this country and beyond. But I we we need this. So if I, I I'm gonna get the information, you guys. I'm I'm gonna bug Ryan too to let him know that Simon can always come on. I could keep him on all day, but I really want you guys to go download. I want you to go play. I want you to go call someone on the beta system because this is game changing. Simon, I thank you for coming on. I need to have you on again. I need to have you on after even my clients use this because they're, you know, uh, bigger influencers and they want to try technology like this because this is game changing. YouTube and everything that we do, it's more than just English out there. And there's a lot of stuff that in Hindi and in, you know, Mandarin and Cantonese that we're not getting in America, because as you know, we only speak one language and it's barely English. Once we get to England, we find that out. Yeah, absolutely. Before you go, I want to tell you this mm -hmm. real quick. Data protection is very, very important. We wanted, we're the first company to work with close with the government of China and it's uh, GDPR is a big thing, General Data Protection Regulation, that is the European Union. You've got to make sure the data is protected from the customers and the users. And that's very, very, I want this, when the users comes onto the system, I want them to feel secure. No data breach. We don't, we don't sell data whenever they sign up. We don't sell it to other people to make money. It's not about that. We, I, I am strictly against that. I always want to make sure the people that sign up the data, they know they're 100% protected and they want the data. It's in, simple. It's, it's back to them. All their data is, is theirs and their, their information is theirs. So we wanted to go into the Chinese market. I called up a friend of mine over in the, in the Chinese government and, and I said to them, I said, look, I want the PIPL. And that's like the GDPR of China, personal information privacy law. That came out in 2021, I believe, November 2021, 22. And China is just like the GDPR of China. And we got granted with the government of China for one voice to work behind the great firewall of China. So now the people of China can now talk to the Western world and everybody can communicate as one. I just wanted to share that with you about data protection. That's, that's very important that the users, when they do come on, especially when the apps come out, there's no data tracking. Uh I love it. I, I, I love it. And with, with this, I mean, will governments, <laughs> governments will start hopefully talking even inside of our own. We have issues and we all speak the same language, but things get lost in translation. Um, can, can I ask, you know, how many languages do you speak? I, I have a feeling, you know, there was either a problem or there was, you know, there was something that you, had you create this? No, I only speak English, and that's not very good at that. I'm from England. <laughs> no, that's it. That's all I speak is British, English, whatever you want to call it. That's it. And sometimes I have difficulty with that when I go through a drive-through. They're like, "What are you saying?" I'm said, "I'm I want a hamburger," and they can't understand. I got to go. I got to switch American. <laughs> that's the only only time. But that's it. That's just one. Okay. And, and, and you know, it's funny. My first trip uh, decades ago to England, and I even have a London. My oldest is named London. Then I have a London and a Sydney. London and Sydney.com. You guys go check out their, their travel books. Um, I heard, I've heard Americans, you know, on that first trip, we were on tour and this young woman, she was from like Ohio or something. And she's like, 
What are you saying? It's not windscreen, it's windshield, and it's not spectacles, it's glasses. So this might even be okay. used for, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, gosh, why are they Americans? Why are we like this? So, you know, this, you guys, we, we have to expand our minds. And again, I want Simon to come, but I want, I know the attention span, especially here in America, is so low. And you guys want to go check this out, play with it, then come back to me with so many questions. And again, I Simon, if you come to South Florida, let me know. Uh, I, I can do in studio because we could really um, geek out and I'd have a hundred questions, but I want them to stay tuned, stay tuned because you have so much more coming and we can definitely do this again. So I, I again, I thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on. I'm here, you know, anytime you want me, I'm like 7-Eleven, 24-7 for you, boss. I, I thank you. And I thank you, the audience. Most of you are listeners. So I want you to, you know, write a review what you thought about this interview. I want you to like, subscribe um, for the minority that are on the YouTube. But, you know, you guys can kick up those numbers just because you listen to it. You can always go over there. But more importantly than anything, share this game with somebody. It will change their life. You guys be blessed. Welcome to South Africa. And you will be coming with the African Diaspora News Channel with Phil Scott, of course. He is hosting you guys in this amazing country. He's been here before, he's been back again, and now he's bringing you on this trip. So make sure you sign up early so you can go ahead and come on this trip as well. It's gonna be an amazing trip because we're actually coming to Johannesburg. We're gonna show you all the sites like Mandela Square. And then of course, from there, we're on our way to Durban. Durban is a special place, it's our playground. This is where the people of South Africa go to have a good time. It's tropical, we have beaches, we have everything, we have culture, we have nightlife, everything is here and you're gonna absolutely enjoy yourself. So sign up with the African Diaspora News Channel now with Phil Scott and we will see you guys here in what we like to call sunny South Africa. See you soon. Are you tired of the rat race in America? Are you ready to visit the motherland to relax and rejuvenate? Are you ready to explore all that Africa has to offer? Then check out the brand new Diversified Game Academy course, Prepare for My First Trip to Africa. Are you worried about being able to afford the trip? We got you. We will show you how to travel either on a budget or as a baller. Learn how to stress the value of the USD. Did you know that 100 United States dollars is worth over 1,000 South African Rand? or 10,000 Kenyan shillings, or 54,250 West African CFA? Are you worried about taking your kids? Get the game from Kellen Cash, a bona fide world traveler, having traveled to almost 20 countries, several of those in Africa. Get the game on taking your kids on their first trips. Learn how to find the best tickets, get the visas, and plan your own adventures in Africa. Don't let Eddie Murphy have all the fun. Plan your own coming to Africa trip starring you, produced by you, and featuring you. If you are ready for a life-changing experience, sign up for our course today, Diversified Game Academy. Get prepared and purchase at DiversifiedGame.com.